Welcome to Scripts and Giggles with Shoshana. Mahani. Oh my god, it's been a it's been a hot second. This is such a long time. Same. And we're forty two now. Yeah, <laughs> a whole decade has passed. Yeah, forty two over the course of a summer. Um, and if you have not heard of us, and if you're just listening for the first time, we are a podcast where we talk about TV and we giggle. I hate that. <laughs> Every time I introduce it, the last time you also hated it. I didn't like that. Okay, we're a podcast. We're a couple of podcasters who work in the fashion industry. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell are you guys doing to talk about TV then? Um, No, we work in the TV industry and we like to talk about shows that we're watching. Yeah. And we like to talk about popular culture. Yeah. And we like to laugh. Hence giggle. I don't like giggle though. That's in our name. That's part of our identity. I mean, it's a good title. It's just like, it's not good for life. Like, imagine if you met a guy and he was like, I just love to giggle. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) You love to laugh. That makes me, you must be cheerful and you must have a good smile. Yeah, I would like, like if someone said I love your laugh, that's one thing, but if they said I, I like to go a little giggle. giggle. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a giggle. There's too many G's in giggle. Yeah. Giggle. No, but also she said that you kind of did a little shimmy shimmy shake. Giggle. So this doesn't really go. Giggle. I was like, I'm talking to Rosie. Yeah, I think um, either way, we do love a giggle and we do love to talk about scripts. Yes. Yeah. That's simple. That's it. That's the yeah, show. Yeah, that's the show. Um, this week's slightly different. Yeah. We're doing a culture catch up. Yeah. We missed you guys so much. Yeah, we had a whole summer of rest. And relaxation kind of food sun music boys question, uh, mark. question mark yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah culture was definitely there flights holidays rent oh yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> um to me it was hotels um money pools drinks sun socks fried food <laughs> Sure. Noodles. Shaved legs. A lot of rice. <laughs> and pounds. <laughs> Moors. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever we're talking about, we're talking about two different places we win. Slippers. Yeah. Flip flops, yeah, yeah, yeah. Swim swimwear. Bikinis. Shorts. Wigs. Braids. <laughs> <laughs> Haircut. I was, that was good. That was okay. I got a trim. Did you? Yeah. Oh. I cut. Did you? Oh, you cut yourself? Yeah. Oh, that nice. much of my hair off. That, for the, for the <laughs> recording. And about two inches. That's, oh, no, actually, that's quite inch, a lot. Yeah. That's quite a lot. I was, I, here's the thing. I get so trigger happy with scissors. That's a really bad thing. I was like, let's go. Did you straighten your hair before you did it or just like... I I blow dried it. Okay, so I didn't okay. do it super, super straight. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if I should have, but then I was also like, I don't even wear my hair straight. No, but it's only since temp- get Yes, yes, exactly. Even, so that's yeah. why I did that. Because last time I did not do that. Yeah. Last time I was just... <laughs> oh, just Bart Simpson away. The last time I cut... I was out here looking like uh, Lisa Simpson. Yeah. Oh, yes, Lisa. <laughs> the last time I did cut my hair was by accident. It was when I was trying to cut out of a weave. And I was and I was trying to take out the weave myself. Again, this is when being self-reliant became a bit more of a toxic being trait. self self-destruct yeah exactly because my hair was really feeling i was just cutting and thinking i'm hitting the i'm hitting the thread now cut hitting the thread now cut and the cut was suddenly a bit you know when you're cutting hair versus cutting <laughs> you threads you can hear it like yeah. it, you, you hear it sounds like you're cutting hair 
So yeah, that was the last time. But um, I saw a TikTok the other day where this girl was taking out her locks, oh. and she literally just cut it off. One of the locks just came off with her hair. Oh my gosh! It was tra- watching the video stressed me out so much. I was like, I don't understand how people get this hairstyle if it's ripping out oh, your yeah, hair yeah. from the root. I'm not lying because the head that I was definitely contemplating like, oh, what's what's my next hairstyle to do? But they look locks, nice. They look so cute. But I, I think get short. If you get long ones, you're asking for trouble. But maybe if you get little shoulder length. It's, I think it's just attention at the root is the problem. So I know that it will just play havoc. Or if you get crochet faux locks. Crochet is not that great for my hair either. Yeah, I yeah. have a question because I've been watching the girl using crochets. I'm like, you're just tying hair yeah, in knots your... around your hair. I'll be honest. How is this better than if you just braided it? Yeah, it's it's um, it's easier to install sometimes, but. Uh, I and it allows you to have like more flowy hair. Like you, it's a bit more flexible than doing braids because braids, regardless of whatever style you do, braids will always look like braids. Yeah. Whereas crochet, you can like mix it around. Like my friend's wedding, I had crochet, but the problem is, it's just if you tie that knot too tight and you try to undo it and you just turn it the wrong way, it's, you could be there for a while trying to unpick it. It's part or of you now. You're cut, yeah. Or you're cutting your hair. It's part of you now. Yeah. I don't like that. That feels yeah. too permanent for me. Yeah. One thing, yeah, about braids is, I know if I undo this braid, it's out. Yeah, that's true. It's not, oh, that's true. unless you do like pick and drop where you've knotted it at yeah. the end and now it's like, how am I actually going to do this <laughs> Like, you are, you're pretty good. I don't know. I'm not a braids person really, but like, if I was, yeah. I would just be braids. I'm not doing all uh, the complicated uh, stuff. Yeah. Like, even those like, mermaid braids or the angel braids yeah. where there's like, the, the, the little the hair comes out. Hair, my sister has it. It looks so cute. I feel like it looks good when you first get it. Yeah. When I say... I, that hair's going to look... That one strand's going to look... look matted. She, the way she's like, I have to put mousse on my hair every single day to maintain it. Because one day, one missed day, it's looking raggedy. It's clumping. You clumping. red now. Yeah. I can't do it. And you see the before and afterwards. Like, I just got my hair, my boohoo braids done. My boho braids done. My boohoo. <laughs> <laughs> They're five pounds of boo-hoo. Next day delivery. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day, like, basically, you know, the next week is, like, matted. Yeah, it's right. Yeah. No, um, I'm a braids girl. But even when I tried to do, like, twists, I noticed how my hair was impacted afterwards. It was, like, it felt weaker. And I was just like, yeah. I yeah. twist my natural hair every week. I didn't oh, this nice. week. I, yeah. I did came for the first time in a long time because I had blow dried it yeah. so it was like straighter yeah. even then it was like I'm starting to not <laughs> yeah. like, you've been out for oh, two no. days you've been out for two days I just, I just think that I just don't think I have the hair to have out like well, it's just too curly annoying. I feel like you leave it alone and it's trying to like curl yeah, up uh, yeah. um, and I don't I also feel like those girls who do like, wow, I did wash and go today. I have so much product in their That's hair. So true. If I put that much product in my hair, I'm going to have to wash my it's hair again. Down. Yeah. I've only done and wash and go once. And literally it was like on a Sunday. I went to church. Everyone was like, oh, that was really cute. And then it got crunchy, crunchy. Got the crunch. Crunchy, crunchy. I like that crunch. Actually, no, I did it twice like, when I was in Amsterdam. I went crunchy, crunchy. And then when I was trying to style it, it was a hot mess and it was so nauseous. And I was like, let me wash it. And the wash, the wash day was a painful as well because. It's so nasty. Not so there. It's not worth it. It's not it. worth it. It's so cute the first day when you're like, I've always wanted to try this like, you know, nothing in my hair apart from my head and my scalp. That's all I want. And then it looks really nice, but it's wet. It's short, which I love. And then it gets then the crunch begins and that's when it gets. You see people's wash and grow routines and it's like 
wash my hair then i get gel and finger twist every that's not wash cup. and go i'm not doing, doing that. that wash and go is use diffuser yeah like, yeah this no, is so many yeah. steps i'm not doing this wash and go is literally i wash my hair and i leave because when i wash when i finally de- um decondition it and wash it out it looks so amazing like that texture the like the length it just feels so good and then after that i'm like okay now i have to put it in plaits and now i have to let it you know air dry and then i now have to blow it out and now yeah yeah, I love how springy my hair is when it's wet, yeah. but it's also wet. Yeah. And so I don't quite like having wet hair. Yeah, actually. but then it dries a little bit and it still gives you a bit of like... No, as soon as rinse. my hair starts drying, crunch, crunch. Crunch, 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 crunch. I hate yeah, the crunch, yeah. crunch. Honestly, I bet, I'm sure it was not even that crunchy, crunchy, but if I just hit any crunch, done. I'm like, no, I'm going to put this in a twist. Yeah. Like, be done. Yeah, put my hat on in my own business. I had to wash my hair, well, for the first time since my holiday um over the weekend and i was like okay about time but the hair lasted for most of my trip which i was very happy about actually it lasted for a long time which is good um and that was a benefit of coming back like at least my hair would look decent the only thing that wasn't a benefit when i came back from holiday was coming back to work and no work was fine to come back to because i was like okay it's back to back to life back to reality but then realizing that all the work that i had prepped while i was away on holiday Nothing had really progressed the way that I personally would have wanted it to progress over the time I was away. And I was away for three weeks. So I was expecting life to, to really be moving the I'm way I prayed for it. for a week. And there was only one task <laughs> that I was like, this is sure to be done. Because it's not even a task for me anymore. And why have I come back from my holiday? And I'm like, so where are we at? Yeah, no, the script didn't go huh i saw an email from tuesday talking about script so the email from tuesday nothing happened until apparently friday yeah and now today i'm tired no that would be that exactly that alone would be like you know what i haven't finished my holiday i'm going to go resume my holiday because before i left they were like yeah when the script comes in you'll proofread it i said i'm gonna be here they were waiting for you. I know. I'm waiting for you. I really do believe that in my heart. So they were like, we'll just wait. <laughs> we well, just won't do it. I was talking to my mum about this and she was like, oh, you know, because they trust that, you know, when you come back, they want you to pick it trust up. Trust someone else. Yeah. <laughs> like they believe you are the one that's going to continue the project. I'm like, no, but I planned and I prepped and I briefed everything to be done so that when I, you know, I briefed the team so that they can get working on it. So that when I come back and I open my laptop, the work is ready and waiting for me to review. And I'm coming and they're telling me it's another couple of weeks. Huh? I'm asking you to do one task. <laughs> I have 18 projects. I've asked you to do one task. <laughs> I'm expecting one task to be done on one of my projects. And I come back and it hasn't. So what about the 17 other projects yeah! that nobody was across? I'm so done. I'm coming back to here. Yeah. yeah, sorry, we've lost this right. Yeah, this person wants more money. Yeah, we're not happy with this fee. I am sick of it. That's the most annoying thing. Like, people want to take holiday with the trust that there are people that can cover if needed. That's why you take holiday. The whole point is, your job is of course vital, but there will be people to pick up whatever needs to be picked up in your absence. And you come back and nothing gets picked up. What's the point? But the excuse is, oh, well, you know, in August, nobody's working anyway, so we can take things really slowly. No, because in September you'd be like, why always ask, why didn't we do this earlier? September's gonna be a nightmare. Uh, Yeah, and that's like, honestly, 
me i was trying my hardest like prep things now because you know when you get into like september october then december no the november is when people start going but you know maybe we should move it to the new year huh because you know december everyone's like closing down for christmas november this year i'll be telling people let's move it to the new year <laughs> in fact actually not even new year the summer, summer. Of next year <laughs> let's discuss it then i'm busy now oh my I'm on set. i don't have time to talk to you about oh your stupid gosh. shit figure it out without me <laughs> Oh gosh! But yeah, that was that was the the downside of the holiday. Actually, no, it wasn't downside. No, it's it just, just it's just a holiday week. feel even more special because you're like, yeah, I this is why this. I take holiday. Yeah, where's my next one? Idiots. Yeah, honestly, but that was our summer. That was our summer. It was a fun one, and we're back to back to reality. We're back. Back for like a season two. Yeah, season, season two. two. Of, of reviews of pop culture of just observations of life. Okay, I had this funny observation. Because <laughs> I, I, I have something afterwards. Okay. So I was on the train yesterday. <gasps> I was on the train for my one. Oh, what's it? Okay, it's okay. I was not on the train with you yesterday. No, no, we were not on the same train. We have we have bumped into each other at times. Yeah, we were not on the train. Not on this train. Actually, no, one time we were on the train. Remember one time we bumped into each other in the morning? Oh, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, huh? And it was only because I had taken a different... And I was coming from my mum's. And my train got cancelled Yeah, well. so I was like, what are you doing here? So what are you doing here? Um, so I was on the train heading to church. And when I arrived on the train, I sat down on one of those, like, four-seaters where um, there's a table and, of course, people could sit opposite you. And I got to the one stop and this couple came and sat down. And mm. it was... <laughs> It was fine, but one the woman was like visibly pregnant, mm-hmm. and then her husband, her husband or partner, was sitting next to her, and I could just tell the the feelings were off, the energy was off. Like she was asking him certain things, my guy was giving her her short answers, um, just he looked pissed off. Then he was like sipping his like smoothie, and he was like, "Oh, this is, you know, smoothie is very nice," but everything felt a bit off. Anyway, next stop, they came off. That was fine. Then this girl came and sat opposite in the same seat as the previous couple and then she was talking too loud. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to move somewhere else. I sat in my new seat. I'm sorry, pause. Yeah. I think that's literally the biggest faux pas you can have on the train. What? Talking too loud? Playing voice notes out loud. Fam. What is happening? Probably, yeah. She was, doing a, she was doing a FaceTime call, but I was like, I can hear... Like, I'm, yeah, I'm usual conversation. Give me a break. Yeah. Like, at least if you've got headphones in, I don't have to listen to the no, other person. The worst thing is, she did have headphones in, but she was so loud. It's like I could feel, I felt like I was part of the conversation. And I was reading my book. And also, oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot to mention with the previous couple. D- that, this is actually a big thing before the, the new girl arrived. Just as I were coming off the next stop, mm-hmm. the woman had said something to the guy going, Oh, um, have you done this? My guy just stood up and just walked straight to the um, entrance, the exit of Did the doors. Respond? Didn't respond. Just was annoyed. <gasps> and the pregnant woman was just like, look, she just sat there looking at me. And I'm there looking, reading my book, but I looked up, I was like looking at her going, you okay? I didn't say that. I just looked at her with the look of like, you okay? But I just kept down, you know, kept on reading. I don't think it was nothing sinister. Yeah, I didn't feel abusive. No, but it was, like it was just like a bad little, vibes. yeah, bad vibes, lover's tip. But why is it in front of me? And I'm going to church. I'm going to go instead of, so the Lord. <laughs> it's for you to take to prayer yeah exactly yeah. i'll get all these prayer requests and i just want to go and read my book in peace so anyway the woman was talking too loud a new person has sat there i decided to move and i moved to a couple of other carriages away 
as I'm sitting there, opposite me was this other couple that came on. Um, and this woman, I'm telling you, she was wearing like, like most of these girls do. They were, she was wearing like a gym set as outdoor wear yeah. because, you know, it, it accentuates the body it's and I'm saying, and it's comfortable and it's a fit, it's a fit. Um, and she looked, she had a very nice body. Like I, her, her butt was huge. Like I, I, it was worth a look cause it was huge. Anyway. I always look at a butt. Yeah. Look at people's butts even if they're not oh. huge. I need to check. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, and also I think, I think the gym wear was helping with cupping the cheeks. Yeah. I don't cause some of the, some the skims do that. Are, um, some people's legs have like butt mm. pads. Like enhancers. Like pads, like you would for a bra. Yeah, yeah. But for your butt. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, some of them do. But well, they're cut in a way that's like... Yeah, it's supposed to essentially... Butt cheek. Yeah. Um, do you follow like Melissa's wardrobe? No. Okay, but she's an influencer and she was she had this... um, there was, It was like Stormzy's birthday and she was like styling him. No, but she was wearing a dress and her, her ass looked humongous. And she was like, guys, I don't know what it is. It's this skims... And she like said it like I'm not like it was this shape where that made my butt looks like it raised it up and everything looked big. She's Ghanaian as well. Why do you feel the need to mention that? Because Ghanaian. We already have big bombs, so she didn't even need to. You yeah. actually said that at the beginning that we could have all moved on with our lives. But what I'm saying, the, the point. She's Ghanaian as well. The point of the story was this: there are some shape where that makes the body look big. But anyway, so she, you know, she came in and her. I'm assuming her boyfriend was also walking behind her. They was he also wearing a gym set? <laughs> I mean, no, he wasn't. But he was just wearing like a normal. normal I find outfit. it weird when like one of you's in like super casual wear, and the other one's wearing like a shirt. Just and like a, messed even up. Even when both wearing tracksuits and we're not. Yeah. Or we're both wearing. Well, obviously we're not both wearing leggings. But if I'm wearing leggings and like a crop top, maybe you should be wearing a tracksuit. Tra- yeah. No. Like, was, we should both be casual. Yeah. Wear. They look like we're going to two different events. Wow. But yeah. So maybe uh, they were. maybe no, but. It didn't make sense. So they were talking, and then at one point she was like, "Oh, um, could we go to this place um, on this certain day next month? I know your your exam is the day after, but could we just do that?" I think she was saying either for her birthday or just for an event. And then he was like, "No, you know, I'm trying to be, you know, I'm trying to spend the whole of next month just putting my head down with my exams." And then I kept on reading my book, and then all of a sudden I just heard her go, "You know." I just want to have a good boy. I just want to have a boyfriend that's like nice to me. And I'm like, I was like, fam, it's Sunday morning. I just want to get to church. Why am I hearing all these domestics? And it made me think about that whole like saying like, you know, just be glad you're single because there's someone out there who is apologizing for taking a nap. And I'm like, just be happy because there are relationships out there that are a mess. Do you think there's something about a Sunday morning that actually is just perfect time for an argument in a, in a heterosexual couple you've been storing it up the whole week yeah like, like you should be morning. going to church but instead you guys are fighting like yeah, instead, yeah. like because you're not going to church now you've just been sitting at yeah, home stewing like i hate him <laughs> i actually hate him maybe because if you went to church you know this time would be like love your neighbor love your husband and you'd be like oh well, okay take care of each other yeah you know like, you so true because there's been times that before i went to church someone's get we're gonna have a fight and then after church you're like Maybe not today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel so like maybe the that's that. going to church is to sort of chill you out, actually. If you've been storing up all of this aggression all week, if you go to church, you're like, you know what? Jesus died for us, so we <laughs> chill out. I gotta chill out, man. He didn't die for this. He didn't die for me to get back. He died for me to be chill, dude. Um, um, yeah, but that, that was my weird coincidence of a train journey to church and just an eye-opening about there are some contentments in being single because you don't have to deal with 
Just moody men. <laughs> moody men or moody women. Yeah, moody okay. women as well. You don't know because they were all everyone. Because I everyone don't know if it's unreasonable to say I've got an exam. I want to focus on. That's that. how I felt. But me alone, yeah. yeah, but that being said, everyone in the story was bad vibes. Yeah, everyone yeah, sounds yeah, like they were yeah. bad vibes. I was getting off the train today. Yeah. And there was a woman in front of me, and as we were going up the stairs, I noticed that she was crying. Oh my gosh. And I was like, how much would you need to be paid to cry on public transport in the daytime? Fam, you sometimes you sometimes it has to happen. Have you ever cried on the train? Yeah. In the daytime? Yeah, probably. Really? I think so, but I can't remember exactly what it was. I mean, I was sad. Why? I can't remember. That's the thing. I was like, it was. I like, feel like it's a man thing that this woman was crying about because she was not really crying, crying. Like if I'd heard some really bad news, like a family member's passed right. away, I could not. I would not be able to stop crying. No, but she like, was doing like her sort of wipe her eyes and then start walking and then be like. <laughs> Yeah, maybe exactly. Yeah. Like, it feels like a dude thing. I don't know how. Wow, so you can just, now it's now distinguishing between men. I feel like can life. I tell I, it was it was giving dude. Like I'm thinking about if I found a family member had passed away or something. The either way that I was moving, you would feel despair yeah, in that yeah, movement. Yeah. It wasn't giving. Oh, despair. I see. I've seen. It people, was giving. I'm on my walk home, but also I just I remember that my boyfriend had broken up with yeah. me. Yeah. I think I probably cried about something to do with work, like feeling just very okay. hopeless. I think that's probably what it was because I'm on my way back from work. Yeah. I'm feeling like. Oh, I've never cried but, on public transport. But I, but I know there's the difference. There is a different type of crying where it's like. Oh, I like yeah the the boyfriend breaking up with you. There's that if if he broke up with you just then there. Yeah, I should go. <laughs> no train. Like, also, never call me again. I don't ah. It's too short. Yeah. <laughs> what? But yeah, the, but I've also seen people who have. I mean, when I say they're going through life on that on the train. Balling. Yeah. I have not ever cried on public transport, but I cried walking home. Yeah. I felt like that was suitably dramatic. <laughs> Was it raining? Was it raining? Was it raining as well? No, it was dark. It was night time. Oh, it wasn't daytime, yeah. but I was just like, yeah. "How much longer yeah. must I endure this?" Yeah. And it was over, man. Yeah. It wasn't in a like romantic way. It was just I, I'd asked him why he hangs out with me, and he said, "Cause you're a laugh." Oh. And I was like, I want to jump off a cliff, and I could not explain to you why because. Being a laugh is not a bad thing, actually. No, but you know what that really means. Yeah, it's, it's not like, like you're just, I don't know. It's not, what you wanted to hear was like, because you're just like, you're so special. Because you're the love of my life. Yeah, yeah, there's something about you. And actually, you're just like, yeah, you're good vibes, isn't it? Ew! That, imagine, imagine that you're, your marriage proposal, like, look here. Straight up, you're fucking, you're yeah. good vibes. You're good vibes. You're five foot seven and stylish. What do you like about you? You exist. <laughs> you breathe. <laughs> and I don't hate the sound. I feel like, yeah, obviously, the thing that was painful was like, well, why do I... You only hang out with me because I'm good yeah. vibes, but I am hanging out with you because I love you. Yeah, and that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's when you realise it's mismatched. Yeah, yeah, that's when you're like, what the hell am I doing yeah. with my life? And after that, I was going... Yeah. When I got home, I, I didn't cry the whole walk. I cried yeah. and I was like, this is crazy yeah. that you're crying yeah. about this. Like, you're an adult. Yeah. <laughs> You're literally 25. What are you doing crying about man? Sometimes you just need a good cry just to let it go. Like, you know what? I've cried. It was a cry of frustration. Yeah. It was like, what the fuck do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. You idiot. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I was crying over the stuff I wish I had said to him when he said that to me. Really, I wish I had slept him. Yeah. Oh, you'd be like, well, 
I'm so glad that I'm a good laugh because you could be you laughing, could be while, laughing. Like, laughing while I walk away. Yeah, watch this ass yeah, go away. <laughs> you can keep on laughing. No, but, I wish I'd been like, well, I don't know what I would have said, but like, yeah, it's crazy that you hang out with me because I'm a laugh because you're not funny to me at all. <laughs> You're actually not funny to me at all. I don't hang out with you because you're funny. I hang out with you because I think you're hot. I also, no, I also think you're a good laugh. Your faces. Oh. Eight. She <laughs> ate that. <laughs> See, this is the reason why you like, you used to be so, I'm not shady anymore. A bully. Yeah. <laughs> I was right. I said this in year seven. I said, this girl is a bully. And no one wanted to listen to you. Like, no, I'm not. She's I'm so not. sweet. I'm actually I said, no. I'm she's adorable. She's like five foot nine. And she's in year seven. She's a bully. Yeah. Crying on the train. Yeah, crying on the train. Crying and beefing. So much going on in trains, but also so much going on in popcorn. (laughs) So. (laughs) Every time. So much. Sorry. So much going on in the trains, but also so much going on in pop culture over the summer. I think we should get into it. (laughs) (laughs) Because we'll be here forever. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, where do we start? Love Island? Let's start with Love Island. So. A good season of Love Island for yeah. drama. Oh, 100%. A bad season for misogyny. And a bad and one for racism. Yeah. We continued the reign of the Destiny's Childish. Ooh. And continued. I mean, I think there was, a, there, was a new, there was a new boy band that came in. The I'm Battery gonna, Boys. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I didn't even know there were this many different variations of mixed race people. Who? The way that Love Island is able to find there's, well, there's different Thai. versions of the same thing. Oh, you mean? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Is crazy. To I know. Me. But you just found the same guy. He looks exactly like the no, other. No, Tyreek was a new one. No neck. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. That's new. We've not had one that like was, that. Yeah, that was. Yeah. He thought he was so sexy as well. I don't know who's told him that. No, everyone was telling him that. No, but the, everybody was telling him that. It was a prank, because he has no neck. No, every time he tries to like. How are you gonna wrap your arms? Around- ah! <laughs> wrap your arms around who? His eyes. <laughs> you put your arms around him. It's around his head. How tall is he? Because the thing is, is because four foot. No, because he also him having no neck even makes him look shorter. <laughs> no offense to him, but like. Sorry, Ty and Ella. I hate to comment on people's looks. It's not nice, but Ella's fillers and oh. Ty's no neck as an ensemble. They're the wackiest wow. couple I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't. Like, the Think- fillers on Ella are crazy. Also, I f- I'm not even going to lie. They definitely were like Mike Grayson at times. Because her face was looking bare different. Every single every single time, it looked so different. The, the fillers were going left and right. The fillers, cut it out. Yeah, they do. You are probably a very naturally pretty yeah. girl. You don't need these fillers. Which is a Nigerian. It's too much. Because it makes her face, it makes her look puffy, but it also looks pointy. It looks like a cartoon yeah. of a person. Her, like you're her, drawing a rude card, like a caricature of someone. Yeah, her natural face was fine. She is fine. Yeah. I don't know what it was. And then, it's, yeah, I stopped the fillers and then tie. There's nothing you can do about his neck. No, you can't. <laughs> but we can't put fillers in nose. There's nothing you can do about no. that. No. Um, but the thing is, I what I didn't like this year, and you're right, the, there was definitely a lot, a lot of misogyny, a lot of mouthy. It's misogyny, noir, but you had someone like Mitch. Every, all the men were mouthy. All the men were not afraid to tell the women to shut up. All the men, yes, and it was, was too immaturity. The boys were talking too much. Too much. We don't need it. Yeah. We don't need it. I remember when you saw the t shirt, it's like, men need to stop talking. Honestly, <laughs> men are supposed to be seen and not heard. But the thing is also with this season is that they were 
proud of being mouthy and bitchy yeah Not even mouthy, they're bitchy they're doing little gossips and they call it like, hey hey we need to do something about mitch hey hey we need to do something about scott sorry yeah that... why am i taking orders from a man with no neck yeah. be for real Jesus. and they really come together they all made tyreek their leader yeah wow 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 i could not date a man who told me that tyreek is his leader <laughs> He doesn't need to tell you. He just is like... Even if he shows me Tyreek as his leader, yeah. I'm over it. I've got the ick now. No, that's why uh, Montel... Yeah, that was icky. Yeah. I've got the ick. This guy doesn't have yeah. a neck. Jesus. He doesn't have one. Yeah, because... So if he doesn't have a neck, how can he have sense? <laughs> you know what they, they say about the thing? It's like, um, the man is the head of the house and the woman's the neck. He's in the... <laughs> he's not the head and he's not the neck. He's nothing... He's nothing. What is he? Yeah, so I a think a child. Yeah, and the thing is, it's like with each season, more and more of the men have become like I don't They're find too self aware. Yeah, they are, and I I don't find majority of the men on Love Island attractive each season, and this season is definitely the season where I was like, not one. About Basco, not one. I will say this. Scott, I think was probably the hottest guy. Um, well, I said this at the beginning when we first when we first mentioned it early in an earlier episode. Yeah, Mitch. What I said from the pictures, yeah. no one was hot. Yeah. In reality, they were hotter than their pictures. Yeah, yeah. Mitch was actually quite handsome, but Mitch's personality made him ugly. He had the biggest downfall. Actually, him, yeah, he had the biggest downfall. Um, Zach's taste. <laughs> Zach was never hot though. I no, was he wasn't. Was he was Zach not. Hot at all. Did I? Well, I remember one time I was uh, looking, listening to um, his eyes. His eyes. No, we need his, to. We need to stop the light. Ice, supremacy. Come on. And he was like, oh, he's got all this swagger. It's a swagger. You know, something he's about him. He's from it. London. No, he's not a London. He's, he's, he's trying to be black. You, yeah. You can meet a guy like him yeah. at any Weatherspoons. Never Weatherspoons, like Costco. Come down Peckham High Street. You'll find loads of man there who'll be like, give me that chat. Like, I don't. I not just think it is. Do you even have those still? Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I, to me, Cross-cut is real, actually. Yeah, I'll be honest, like Zach, to me, Zachariah, Zach, yeah, Zachariah, he's Zach, you Zachariah, Zachariah, real quick, yeah, but yeah, he, he said, hi, I'm Zachariah, they said Zach, he said, okay, no, he, he started off as Zach, but he was like, hi, I like, my type is, Catherine. no, he was Zachariah when he liked the black girls, oh, really, yeah. uh, my type is Catherine, Ella, Ruchi, and who did he leave with? Molly. Say no back. more. For what? He came. He's the one that they should have signed. I not Scott. To me, I was thinking they brought Molly back for the shock of seeing her. Maybe they keep her for an episode or two, and she's actually just like, yeah. she's gonna go. They kept her in for what? She's not even good TV, and no. also she came back knowing that people didn't like her. So yeah. then she mixed up and did nothing. nothing. And stayed until the final. If any couple makes it past six months, I'll be surprised. Even my couple makes it two, three months. I'll be surprised. Actually, if any couple makes it into twenty twenty four, I'll be surprised. Yeah, I will be surprised. Because Jesse and Sammy, Jess and Sammy, sorry. I'm telling you, I, well, I, I predict, first of all, I predicted this before. I said that Jess and Sammy are going to be Endgame. I said mess. that the show made a decision about Jess and Sammy from when they kept on not bringing someone for Jess. Yeah. And like creating scenarios where Jess and Sammy were going on dates or talking. I was like, they want these two to get back together. Well, they want the story of, you know, the show pulled them apart, but their love just brought them back together. Come on, be for real. And I see for Justin Sammy, Jess gets pregnant, has one baby for Sammy, he cheats on her. 
You think? I just... They are that couple. To me, Jess and Samuel are that couple that you see down the pub. Yeah. They've got three or four kids, but they're not together. Yeah. That night at the pub, he's talking to a girl. She comes over. They have a big fucking mare. Yeah. I... They're not going home together. Baby number five's on the way. Oh my God. I... No, I... It's the same shit. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. No, I feel like... I feel like Jess may... I, no, I don't think she'll be as big as, like, a Whitney or a Ella, but... She won the show, so why not? N- no winner makes it big. Oh. But, wait, Molly May didn't even win. Molly May is she the biggest example. Amber won. Where's she? Stop saying that. I know, I think I've said it before. No, but I'm just saying that the, the winners never really get the big win in comparison to, actually, the, uh, the runners-up. So, if I was... Everyone was like, oh, Whitney should have won. No. Let Whitney not win. She's going to have a bigger career. Is she? Maybe. Also, I was... Can we just Maybe. talk about the fact that, like, what career are you, do you deserve for having gone on Love Island? Because I'm not really interested in watching Whitney host a show, if I'm being honest. I, I think they should... I don't know what I'm interested in seeing Whitney do, apart from being Love Island. I think they're going to make her a podcaster. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, like, okay. We've got was, so many podcasts. Yeah, I know, but... You guys should only be listening to one, which is Scripts and Giggles. <laughs> I that don't want to hear true. that Whitney's doing a podcast. I don't want to hear I f- that. I f- she's coming on this podcast. I think I feel that she'll be one of those influencers that do like red carpets. Like it's the Sorrel or like um, some of these like podcasters that do like... We have too many of those as it yeah, is. Yeah, but you have Whitney on top of that. And also Whitney's got, Whitney's more recognisable. But there's a ho- the whole thing about like she's got personality and she asks like the questions. And you know what? The next big, you know... Amelia de Moldenberg. Kind of, Yeah. I we don't, don't even need another. We don't, we don't even, we don't need, even need her. One. We don't need her. We don't need the current one. Let alone get another yeah, one. But I, I don't just, know. I just feel like she. I think of all of them, she has the most non-traditional path in terms of getting a bigger career, apart from being on a PLT deal. Because PLT, like PLT deal, goes to like she Ella. has a business already as well. You know that wig business can also keep like. Well, I can't run my, my wig business if I'm doing red carpets every other day. Yeah, that's you hire people. And then you wear your wigs. I didn't win the money, so how am I supposed to pay to hire people? Perhaps she'll make money, she's fine. Okay. But then she uses the wigs when she's on her red carpets and sells that. To who? Well, she'll be influencing. She could. Because all these black girlies will want to get them to Pablo. Uh, Pablo. What? Pablo. Pedro Pascal? Yeah. Uh, he doesn't need a wig, he's good. Well. <laughs> you can still buy one. Of all the talent, you said Pablo. I said Pablo, Pablo Escobar. Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> my, honestly, my brain was like, that's the same Pablo Pascal. Because probably... Pablo Pascal. He, he looked like he could be a Pablo Pascal. Pablo Pascal. He could be a Pablo Pascal. No, yeah, he's definitely more Pedro. But when I was a kid, the only person I knew called Pablo was black, so I thought Pablo was a black person for him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... When I was a kid, there was definitely black people names and white people names. Yeah, I agree. No, I agree. Is a black person name. Yeah, the one is definitely a black person. Yolanda is a black person's name. Yvonne. Black person's name. Siobhan. White person's name. I always thought that was a black person's name. Really? Siobhan was always a white person's no, name. No, then it turns out it's an Irish name. I was like, Yeah, white person's Siobhan's name. Siobhan's a black lady name because it yeah. sounds like Yvonne. Yeah, Yvonne is a black person's name, but Siobhan is a white Timothy. person's name. Timothy. Maybe black. He's black. He's, it's not definite. He's black. Michael. Tim, Tim is white. Tim Timothy, is white. Timothy Timothy is black. black. Well, Michael, black. Black, yeah. 100%. Which is like, even though there's loads of white Michaels, yeah, yeah. doesn't matter. Because white, he's white as Mike. <laughs> yeah, white, white Mike. Mike Tyson, though, black. Michael Tyson. 
He's like, <laughs> not Michael Tyson. <laughs> I also like, for real. Mick is white. white. Mike could be black or white. Michael true. is black. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> honestly. Honestly. <laughs> it's so true. Now, honestly. Catherine, to me, was a white game. Yes, a white enemy, yeah. And because of Catherine, Cat, no, she's white. Really? Yeah. Ka- white. I think Catherine in all iterations is white. But we better black Catherine. That was, yeah, very, that was very interesting. That was very weird. She. Ella? White. Black. Ella? Mixed race, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Ella could be a mixed race girl. In my Mitch head. Mitch is white. Sorry. Mitch is 100% white. Mitch yeah. is white. Mitch is white. Um. Tyreek is black. Tyreek is black. I just said black. Tyreek is black. Black, yeah. Zachariah could have black. been black. Yes, <laughs> Zachariah. Even Zach black. Zach black. Actually, Zach white. Zach white. Zachariah white. White. Zachariah black. black. But maybe Zach with the C is white. Zach with <laughs> the K is black. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No, honestly, I yeah. Jason, white. Mixed race. <laughs> interesting. That's interesting. I don't think I've ever met a white Jason. I've no. met several mixed race Jasons. Sophie. White. white. It's true. Bethany. White. white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I even think you were going to like, change your mind. I know it's I'm just a white. <laughs> Honestly. Like, think like Tabitha, white. Yeah. Deborah. But Golda. White. Black. Huh? So, I know a lot of Cerulean people called Golda. 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 Such an interesting name. And that woman from, um... Champion? No. The other one I'm talking about, the BBC no, show. That... Come to me. It's a Netflix show. Bridgerton. Not that one. The Prince, the Queen one. Queen Charlotte. Yeah. Of, oh, adult Queen Charlotte. Her name's Golda. Is it? Yeah. That's interesting. Oh, I didn't know that. That was interesting. I didn't know See? That. Black. It's, it's a bit older. It's like an older name. Yeah. yeah. Rachel. White. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no, we sorry. There was a lot of black Rachel. school, but Rachel is a white name. Yeah, it's definitely a white game. Yeah, well, yeah, Rachel's definitely a white name. But, I don't know. Matilda. I, white. I what black teacher, Matilda? I have a teacher called Matilda. She's black. black. You see, there's some people that name their kids after the Disney shows. Disney films. No, she was an adult. She was named after a Disney film. The film came out long, long after she was born. She was a whole 50 years old teaching me at school. You're talking about... Uh, they named me after that film. Josephine. Black. Joanna. White. <laughs> Molly. White. White. <laughs> there's, no, there's no even saying things no. to compare. Everyone whose names was there. Matched. Abby. Black. Oh, I know I'm Black Abby, but... Abiola. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Abby. Is yeah. Abby in my head immediately I'm going to think she's black. That's true. Maybe it's about the way that Abby is spelled. A-B-I is given white. Right. A-B-B-Y is given black. All of us, no. A-B-B-Y is white. A-B-I is white. Everything is white. Let the listeners tell us. If it's Abby. Which Abby is black. Abby. Abby is white. No, Abby means yes. (laughs) So Abby is black. Abby is white. (laughs) Ada. White. Ada. White. Eddie. I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> because there's another Adam. guy. Yeah, yeah, that's a guy, right? No, um Adam. White. white. Ben. White. white. <laughs> Charles white, yeah. Yeah. Actually, no, Charles could be black. Charlie. White. white. Charles black. Black, baby. Yeah. Tom. White. White. George. 
White. <laughs> Is there any like English other names that are not white?
No, we've already discussed him as white. Wait, isn't it Theodore's Timmy's? No, it's, was it? Ted, sorry, Ted, Teddy. Teddy, Ted. I love that. Yeah, so cute. Also white. I'm a little baby. No, actually, Teddy's a really cute mixed race boy. Yeah, Teddy's a sweetheart. Little baby, little baby. They grow up to be a Theodore. Yeah. Or Theo. And talking mad shit to you, like, how dare you? Listen, you bitch. Like, who the fuck do you think? No, fam. Headbutt. He'd be like, there's boys in Love Island. No, no way. Yeah, imagine if you're so. Imagine if someone on Love Island just spoke to you like that. No, there's somewhere you on Love Island. Love Island. I would like to think. At the very least, if my child went on to Love Island, the people he'd be respectful to are the black women. Yeah. I can... The shame I would feel if my son was on there making coffee for white girls and then telling black girls that nobody wants them. That's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. And this season, as much as we had the drama, this season, I'm telling you, was problematic. So problematic. So, I mean... There I... was too many outright... Yeah confrontations to me that was so tinged in misogynoir that thing with Catherine where she's crying where they're basically saying it's not you we just cannot imagine Scott finding you attractive and they're laughing now and then also the bit where Ellen was talking to Tyreek was like Whitney's not competition yeah that was like all of those things are like just a little they're they're, they are such small and they are microaggressions but the i you know that the thought process behind it is i don't think you're competition because in the grand scheme of things as a mixed race person i have more value than you do yeah that's why like it's all that was and they'll come out saying that's not what they're thinking but it's like you don't even know you're thinking it anymore because it's so ingrained in society you're not the only person who thinks this i'm not saying you're the problem I'm saying, what well, you're the mouthpiece right now for a whole race of people who are like, the truth is, on the hierarchy, it's white mixed race black. Yeah. So the idea that you are now fan favourite is crazy what, to yeah. me. Because I can't imagine that they would ever elect you over any of these white people, let alone over me. Yeah. I think it's really disappointing because we expect this behaviour from Love Island year after year. That's why, there's one year I got completely fed up and just switched off completely. I didn't watch this yeah. year, but, but to be fair. I, at the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm hopeful because, you know, we have more black contestants this year. They they, they seem to have found partners or found men, at the very least, who like to date black women. Yeah. Which, they, they brought Zachariah and he really showed his ass very quickly. Then they brought Scott and he seemed to be, like, interested in, in Catherine. So, it, I was hopeful that, okay, there's people that are open to different races apart from and no offense, it's always they just pair the black couple, the black guy with a black girl, done. And with Ty and Ella, it worked because they, you know, continued and they became endgame. I still don't get what she saw in him, but no, girl. Neither like, no neck, but you know. Obviously, like um, the other guy, if I'm being honest. Um, Uzi. Oh, God, no. Like, Uzi. The, the, his hair pinned. Oh, no, get past no, it, no, no. Did like Ella. Either. No, like, was, I did not. Like, yeah, he was a snake. And I did not like. Didn't him. trust him at all. No. The best guy, I think, that guy was the guy who was like um, the first, you know, in the initial selection. Who was he paired up with? Uh, uh, Andre. Oh, yeah. Andre with Well, he was with that other girl. Well, he was with Catherine originally. Yeah. I mean, he should have been with Rushi. But for me, all of them were a mess. And then um, I forgot my main point, but you know. Either way, I thought the CEO was going to be a different. And then it just the producers up, really did produce They did, year, I will say but this, it just like, ended up being the same result. And really and truly, the year where we had the strongest black contestants and still the Oyibs win. Ooh. 
the blonde girl and oh. Essex guy win, and you know that the guy doesn't like her because he's out there telling people that she's ugly. I think that though the the winners of Love Island, not to put my sociological hat on, mm. are a reflection of where we are at as a society. I agree. Last year we were like Brexit sucks. We want unity of Europe again, and we elected an Italian man and a Turkish woman to win. I remember. Yeah. This year. We've decided it's time for us to go back to our roots, <laughs> bring back the Chavs, let them win, because this was a Chav show to begin yeah, with, and the true. Chavs won. Yeah. And we've elected two Essex, literally the King and Queen of Essex, to win. I do not think that the UK is anywhere or is anywhere close to a journey where it would elect either a fully black couple yeah. or an interracial couple where the woman is it's black. black. Yeah. We're not at that stage yet. No, we could be waiting for a long time. And it's crazy because she was getting so much support on the internet. Yeah. I genuinely do think people liked her, well, but really. not more than they liked their agenda of no. two white people yeah. making it to the end. Yeah. Because if we're being completely honest, Sammy talked so much shit about Jess, yeah. about how she wasn't attractive. To be fair, I will say this. On the one hand, I actually found the way that he was talking to her about her to be reflective of what he thought the other boys thought of her like when they were together i got the impression that he didn't really like her as soon as she wasn't there and he was with the boys that's when he started doing like i can get any girl i'm really hot boy blah blah you know dresses my usual type i feel like and i think i'm gonna blame blame tyreek for this because Mm -hmm. i really do think he's the devil they fostered an energy amongst the boys that they were better than the girls. Oh, yeah. And that's why all the boys felt comfortable dragging the girls that they were even coupled up with. So I think in another season, there was no way Sammy would sit down with the boys and be like, Jess ain't shit. Yeah. Why am I sitting down talking to you guys about the girl that I'm coupled up with saying, yeah, I can probably get whoever I want? There was too much of that energy this year. And the tr- tr- truth of it, it was, none of them could get anybody else. You was with Ella from yeah. the... Tyreek was from, with Ella from beginning to end. Nobody else wanted you. Tell the no. truth. Nobody Even Ella B, when she came in, she wasn't feeling you like that. Nobody wanted you. No one wanted you, Mitch. No one really wanted you, Sammy. No. Because then the guys were, like, actually attractive. Bastard. And they were all evil. Yeah. Like, they're all actually genuinely bad-spirited, mean-spirited yeah. guys. The only person who wasn't on the boys' crowd was... Scott. Yeah, and that's what they hated him. And now there's people coming out, yeah, Scott was fighting with producers. Good, actually. Because <laughs> he, he probably wasn't going to feed into the nonsense. Because the producers, like you said, they produced and made sure that we got villains this year and those people that you did not like. And then the week after, you loved them. But I just feel like Scott probably didn't, he just didn't want to fall into it. I mean, what he, I will say he was on the wrong show. He was not a good contestant in no, that no. he really wasn't giving them anything no. until they pushed him yeah when they pushed him yeah he would he would stand up for himself but ultimately he's never been the guy starting drama no, like no. even when him and leah when at first when he came when leah came in she was like feeling him and she wanted to talk to him and he mm. was like well, i'm talking to Catherine as well and then eventually he was like i think you're weak but she tried it and he was like okay Anyway, let me go back to my wife because I came here to hear what you're saying. What you're saying is garbage. I'm going back to what I'm If you think I'm going to fight for you, do all of this like love triangle, I'm not doing it. He really wasn't giving them any story. Like that was the love triangle they were trying to set up. And he was like, I'm not participating in this. I don't know if he like really loved, love, loves Catherine like that, but 
He just seemed like you. I think he's just a very simple dude. I'm not going to do stuff in here that I wouldn't do outside. Same. If I was talking to a girl and suddenly she was like, I'm not feeling you, that's, yay, enjoy your life. Yeah. I'm going to be like, please, please. Even him going out to Catherine more than once to be like, let's talk about this. Mm. Are you making the right decision? I felt was like, they were really probably being like, you have to speak to her. Yeah, and she was like, no. And it was yeah, and like, it no. was getting disrespectful as well. Yeah, they were, like, no, you don't they were, just be rude, like, you never act like you never liked him. Yeah, they were, they, that's the reason why I think she got abruptly kicked yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. And I, the nice annoying thing is, if she didn't come back with Elim or Elok or whatever his name is, it was Elim. Elim, I just feel like she would have won. I honestly Isaiah. Do. Was he? Isaiah. Oh, yeah. Black name or white name? Oh, 100% black. Yeah. yeah. Isaac. Bi- black. Biblical. Is Again, always biblical. But I just feel like Elijah, she might have won. Though. Black. I know he was white Elijah. in girls, but he's definitely a black name. I think Elijah's neutral. Nah, I think... Which white... Which mixed race Elijah do you know? I feel like you can be a mixed race Elijah for sure. You probably could be, but... Eli. Black one. Black one. You know what? You may, we might as well make this distinction. <laughs> distinction. It's actually so bad that I'm saying that. So bad. Well, you should just tell us the name of your mixed race kids, so we'll know. We'll know I'm well. not saying anything like that. And I'm. Who knows? I may not have mixed race kids. You don't know what I'm gonna do in my future. Only God knows. Well, you know I'm a soothsayer. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. Are you? Will you watch next year? Most likely. I hate it. No, I'll most likely watch the first week and see how it's going. If it's like a hot mess forget it i do think that one i would love to see where scott and Catherine come up if they do get together which they probably won't but i really i bought into the kool-aid after the reunion and i could see them flirting i could see this connection between them and it looks really cute as a couple They're, i yeah but also yeah i'm not here for the mess and if it's rubbish and if it's stupid i'm not bothering to watch I'm also getting a bit too old for it. I'm in a weird place at the moment where I've been watching shows um, and then feeling the desire not to finish them. Really? And yeah, especially competition shows where it's like so all the contestants are here and they're like, this is the final episode. And I'm like, I'm just not going to watch this final episode. That's so interesting. And I had this with... one. I find the Casa More episodes really stressful. Do you? Yeah, I do. Because yeah. I just don't like seeing people being rejected in such a like it feels so brutal oh the reveal part yeah. like i don't like oh yeah not just them being in castlemore yeah. i mean the episode where they come back from castlemore mm. i find it really brutal i found it brutal last season i wasn't even really feeling it like that last yeah. season like that so this season i basically watched castlemore like through my fingers oh my god and as soon as i found the results i was like i'm no longer interested in seeing how the rest of the show plays out like i i don't care like when tyreek was like we're done, LA fucked it. And yeah. then within two two days, they're back together. Like, I was like, Come on. hey, the, let the, and when Jess came back and then Sammy had a girl, but then he was like, you know, I actually don't like that girl. Like, you, all of it was like, this is my problem. When are we going to have a castle more where people come back and they're like, and I'm sticking to it? Yeah, with, the, with my person. It, yeah. yeah. It's rare. Honestly, the last person who done it and won was Kaya Sanam, and they were like the first. Yeah. And also, he, well, he didn't care about the other girl. I completely forgot they yeah. were. Yeah. I do think that probably we uh, we need a bit of a break from Love Island. I mean, Big Brother's coming. I don't know when. But we just need a break from Love Island. So that you can actually miss it and actually care. The, the thing has become so formulaic. And the producers this year, they worked hard. They did. To keep you on your toes. And Those people deserve They did. And they deserved better ratings. And I think that Maya came... Like, Maya really showed her personality... 
I think in live settings she still needs a bit more practice, but you know, she she brought it. But you would think she... this person hasn't grown up interviewing people on radio <laughs> the way that she has this sort of weird stiffness. I don't know. Well, Maya. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is your job. Yeah, I don't know what it is because I think she's got great personality in terms of like banter, but she doesn't have. She doesn't have the quickness and the swiftness to really like have a back and forth with someone. She's not there the way she needs. Like no. one thing about Caroline is that like you got a sense that she either memorized all her questions that she could speak on the fly in response to your yeah. answer. Yeah. Whereas I think with Maya and even with the person yeah. before, Laura, it was very much like the person would give you this like wild answer and you see the like blank look on their face while they're waiting for producers to tell them. <laughs> sort of what they're supposed to say in response. It's like, you don't have the tenacity to be like, keep digging. Because yeah. the person's starting to talk and this yeah. is what the people want to hear. Yeah. Or like, have an opinion. What do you want to hear? Yeah. Like, I don't mind if you're like, yeah, I didn't ask the questions that you wanted answered my, um, money, but I did dig into the stuff that I was curious yeah. about. Like, why did you do that? Yeah. At times I, th- I did feel like... Like, why did you my... trip Ella up? Yeah. Tyreek, why did you do that? Because she looked like she really hurt herself. Yeah. You do that for yeah, it's true. I sometimes do think that Maya was a bit of a fan, but I do think she was a bit biased, like especially she, she had her favorites. Yeah, but and she's a hundred percent better than Laura Whitmore, like a hundred times better. No, because she the other girl wasn't doing it. No, I mean we campaigned to get rid of her on the podcast, and then she got got rid of. So well, you know they it had our prayers. <laughs> so I don't know. I just felt like yeah, it was a good season. You need a bit of more time to rest and not think about it. Definitely no winter. I don't care about watching winter or island. No. Um, and yeah, we just have to wait and see what happens, what the future holds. What else has been happening? The WJ strike? Yep. So, strike's still going. <laughs> yes, over 100 days now. I had said, didn't I, well, the, the, maybe I said this on my podcast, that the WJ have enough money to pay their writers for five months. Okay. So 100 days is what? Three months and a bit? Yeah. I've got another two before they start getting worried. Crap. Um, I don't... The way... Based on what I'm seeing online and the fact that it feels like the studios are not engaging in any meaningful way with the writers, mm. I do not see this being done before the end of this year. Oh, no, we need it. To because you need... What you need is for the studios to go, do you know what? We do want to resolve this. Maybe mm. we're not going to give you everything, well, but we done. need to resolve something because we can't keep going like this. And mm. I get the impression that the studios are like, you need us more than we need you. And I was like, wrong. You need them more than they no, need you. No, it's true. In the long run, at the moment, probably the shoes can probably sustain for a little bit. Okay, so then we'll, we'll sit in wait, it. Wait and see. But I do... Keen, I am keen to see what happens next with the WGA because I think SAG will really follow suit with... Well, with SAG is currently... Also striking. Yeah, exactly. So that is the update. Uh, the Directors Guild, maybe this had happened when we talked about it last time on the podcast, stri- was striking for literally a week and then formed the deal. Yeah. Very messy of them. Yeah. Um, SAG went on strike at the end, no, mid-July, because mm. it was just before Barbie, who was oh, on yeah. the, during the premiere of Oppenheimer, and just before the pre- oh just after the premiere yeah. of Barbie yeah and so SAG are the Screen Actors Guild of America mm. and they are striking solidarity with the writers but also because of the issue of AI 
basically what has come out is that studios have been asking actors to record i don't know if they asked them to record generic lines or whatever but basically studios have made actors sign agreements where the studio can use ai mm. and their likeness mm. to fill in gaps in shows and basically everyone's like this is just the beginning of what now we don't need you at all we'll just make something with ai which is what the episode of black mirror is about yeah, yeah. so it's you know as always charlie brooker and his the demons that he consults with are ahead of the curve but um the writers are not comfortable with, i mean the actors are not comfortable with that which yeah, is reasonable. Yeah, um and also I, the thing that's annoying about this is that the people that have made tv too expensive to make are the studios are the streamers and then they're being like we're now trying to save money you could stop spending so much money on tv then we that's how you do it obviously now the writers are going well no because you need to pay us more fairly but what yeah. is the money that you've been given where's that money been going because you're hearing um things like oh um the the amazon lord of the rings show costs 100 million pounds to make oh. where did that money go Honestly, the sets. Apparently, it didn't go to writers. It didn't go to the actors. No, no, it was the sets and production and, and the production. Effects. Honestly, somebody has to. Someone has to share, and because what we can't be go- doing is, it's now in this country. You you can make a decent show for a mil. Yeah. Now you're not likely making a show for less than three. I don't understand. Ugh. An ep, by the way, not overall what? per episode, and those. Of course, there's inflation behind that. Yeah. There's stuff like the pandemic, insurance is more expensive, stuff like that. But it's also just trying to match the levels of what people are hearing, other people are getting paid yeah. when they make shows with streamers. Yeah. And it's not sustainable because people, and places like the BBC and especially Channel 4, who famously don't have any money, yeah. cannot compete. No. So, what's happening is that people are not making shows for the BBC or Channel 4 in favour of streamers who are now saying they're also not going to pay them. So we're in this weird loop right now, and I think we just need a big reset button press. Yeah. And we need to just appropriately value what everybody's contribution to a TV show is, and then everyone should be paid fairly. And that's it. Like, I don't know. I feel like it'd be, to me, what would be really interesting is if TV stops feeling like a business where you can make loads of money. Yeah. Who will still want to make TV. That will be the big question. That will be the big question. Because I think people think getting famous, working in TV, acting, writing, any of those things will make you a millionaire or whatever. And the reality is, art has never been a lucrative... Like, that's not going to be the thing that makes you famous. Mm. Or, yeah, it'll make you famous, but it's not going to necessarily make you so rich that you never need to work again. And I think perhaps we need to go back to that model and stop looking at this as a fortune maker. I don't think you should... I think this is art really yeah i'm not a fortune maker unless you're lucky to strike gold with finding a really good option or a really good idea and story i just think yeah it's not gonna happen i just think that you i don't know it's just not sustainable that every show and that will explain why there are shows that come out and they only make it to one season because they're already so expensive to make and most shows have in their contracts that if they come back for a second season they get more money yeah they can't do it and they can't give you any more money so now your show is getting cancelled after one season not because it's not good because they just can't afford to make it so i don't know but i just personally i'm starting to feel the 
I'm personally starting to feel the ramifications. There was a writer that we're working with and we wanted to pitch the project to a US studio and he said, I don't feel comfortable meeting with a US studio mm. until the strike's done. Um, and a colleague was mine was like, well, we could meet without him. And I was like, but he's not going to write. No. So it doesn't even matter if we meet them. If he's not going to engage in any work meaningfully, it's a waste of our time. So the people who are actually really paying for this are the smaller True. writers, not the yeah. big people who already have money. It's the people who are missing out on work or not taking work in solidarity yeah. with the strike. That's big, yeah. Who are missing out on work and not making any money. That's where, like, I mean, I see with the SAG, with the SAG t- um, strikes, you see all these big actors, like, picketing, which is, like, great because it shows, like, you know, these big talent are like us. Like, they will fight and, you know, they're willing to protest. But they have money. When they yeah. go, when they finish, you know, striking their, their boards, they can go to their mansion and chill. So it's not... And there, are, uh, there are also actors who've contributed money towards yeah. the SAG relief fund, basically. So if you're a Brad Pitt and you go, hey, I'm going to put a million in this so other people can get paid in that period mm. of time where we're striking. That's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. But doesn't that speak to the fact that certain people are getting paid good money yeah. in this industry and some people aren't? 100%. And maybe that's a problem as well that you need to address rather than like uh, only assuming that the problem is with the studios and the streamers yeah. and the producers. There are, you know, there's inequality everywhere. I'm not, and I'm not saying that to excuse the issue. I'm just saying that it's like, what are we going to do about stuff like that? Yeah. Because I don't think Brad Pitt stars many episodes of TV as people who are in CSI Miami yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. but somehow he's got enough money to pay, you know? I don't yeah. know. Um, speaking speaking of, of Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah. Barbie Heimer. Barbie Heimer, as the song yeah. has come to be known. Yeah. We're, at, we're seeing a resurgence of cinema. Yeah. Didn't we talk about this? It was going to happen with Maybe we didn't. No, we it's, didn't. It's I good. thought everyone was sort of exaggerating because people have been going to... Well, I've been going to... Well, you've been going to... Yeah, well, yeah. Not every week or anything, no, but no. we have been since the pandemic. Yeah. But someone said... They did a survey, I think, in the US and 11% mm. of the people that came to see Barbie had not been to the cinema since the pandemic. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's, you know what? That's actually very bad. Not even very bad. It's, it's just... It's just two years since the pandemic. Three I cut 2021 as a pandemic year. 2020 and 2021 was... Because 2021 was like... Mm. Oh, yeah, you mean years-wise. Okay, I get it. But it's still, it's, it's still a big thing because there's still quite a few but movies. don't go to the cinema like no. that. No. I mean, I, I only go to the cinema for, like, big, buzzy films now, which Bobby was 100% was. But, um, yeah. I'm not surprised, but it's still quite shocking. I'm but sure, also yeah, incredible how one film has and two 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 with Barbie Hammer have caused um, people to come to the cinema and watch and wear their pink and get really excited and watch back to back films. Like, yes. You know. So full disclosure, we have been seeing Barbie. Yeah. I've not seen Oppenheimer have you? Not yet. Okay, so we've seen Barbie. Actually, I'm saying not yet, not at all. I yeah, don't think. Okay. I don't think I'm either. What did you think of Barbie? Um, so, when I, when we go to the cinema... You fell asleep, tell the truth. I fell asleep, no, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna make that very clear. I did fall asleep, I missed some parts. Because I was tired, I will put, I was tired, I was jet lagged. Oh, here we go. I was, you're still, I was still back from holiday. We're on holiday, holiday we're not gonna hear the end of it, I'm jet lagged. I was. I'm jet lagged. I, I was, I was, anyway. 
Um, and we weren't wearing pink because no, it was we impromptu. Weren't. It was a very impromptu visit. So when I got there, I saw all these girls wearing, sorry, all these women. There were also men there. And some men, but they were wearing pink. I was like, this is, this is the Black Panther moment that we had many years ago where we all came in our, well, some people came in there, Kente and um, Ankara. And the traditional outfits celebrate this movie. And this is for, especially for white women, this is their Black Panther. I'm going to say something controversial. Go on. I thought the people that did that for Black Panther were goofy. And I think the people that did it for Barbie were goofy. Yeah, okay. It's goofy to get dressed up yeah, for a film. Agree, that's agree. not like a cult classic. Well, the joke like, People get dressed up for the Rocky Horror, but like, that's because it's become a cult classic. This film's only just come out. Yeah, but I think it's the marketing, which is a bigger thing, and something it's worth us talking about, is what made people care so much, I think, in, in comparison to anything else. Because Barbie One is a big brand. Everyone knows what Barbie's about. Yeah. But their marketing was so slick about, you know, how they positioned the film, how they positioned Barbie. Because no one knew what the narrative yeah. or the, the, the actual um, storyline of the film would be. Yeah. All you knew is, it's about Pink, it's going to have Margot Robbie. Come on, what else was there? It's, it's going to be Pink, it's about Margot Robbie, it's going to be Mar- about, uh, what's that guy's name? Ryan Gosling. And she's Barbie and he's Ken. And that's all you knew. But then you sat there and watched and realised, it's a comedy with a message. Did I care about the message? Probably not. Oh? No, I didn't. You hate women. No, I love... You hate women. I love me. I love myself. Oh, you woman. hate others. Damn, no, I love. I love women. I'm just saying... The main thing for me that I... On why I, enjoy, I enjoyed parts of the movie was when it was fun and light and... F- I know, I was going to say flirty. It was light and fun and, you know, it really leaned into the world of Bobby that we knew and loved as someone who grew up or may have had a Barbie, I can't remember, I'll be honest. What I did find as a... I don't know if you had a Barbie. No, I think I did, I did. Definitely not a black Barbie. I did. I had a Ghanaian Barbie. From Ghana? But she was in a box. No, she was wearing Did you wear Kente? Oh, that's really cute. She was in a box, I could not open her. And then I had my white Barbies, which I could open. That's really cute. Did you sell the Barbie then? I opened her. Oh, God. Oh, I spent my entire childhood trying to convince my mom to open that box. I don't get why people do that. Like, all you want when you're a kid is to play with your toys. Yeah. Why are you putting toys on? I had this massive Barbie that my dad bought me yeah. as well. It was like Swan Lake Barbie. Oh, it was like cute. a child-sized Barbie. And I could never open her. And when I turned 11, I opened the box. And now I can't sell it. I have to check it That's out. That's the thing. He was like... He should have kept it. <laughs> this is your investment. For your future. Uh, I would have got £200 for it and, and bought drugs. No joking. I would have bought clothes. I I thought that the Barbie film was fine. Yeah. I Did you hear that it got banned in Lebanon? No, but I heard that people were burning their Barbie dolls in um, US. In Peckham. <laughs> um, it got banned in Lebanon because apparently it is um, encouraging lesbianism. Huh? Homosexuality. From Which, there. I was thinking about this after I read the article and I was like, sorry, are they saying that just, just because Barbie doesn't like Ken, she must be a lesbian? Because that's Wild. a bit cheeky. But also, I do, I can, ima- I can imagine the lesbian reading of that film fits too. How? She never wants him to stay over. That's true. She like really doesn't like him. It's not like she just doesn't like him, but she likes another Ken. She likes none of the Kens. 
Well, she likes Sammy. She doesn't like him. No, I don't think she likes him. I think he just exists and mm. she can have a chat with him. But she doesn't seem to like Ken's or the concept of Ken's. The way that the um, Emma Mackey and Shooty... Yeah. Um, Gaspar. Ken. Yeah. The Shooty Ken and the Emma Mackey doll like each other. Yeah. And Mackey. Emma Mackey Barbie, Shooty Ken are like, we want to be together. But every single time Ryan Gosling's like, kiss. And she's like, oh no. And I get the... Which is completely reasonable. She might just not like him. But I can also see the reading for like, maybe Barbie doesn't like boys. Well, stereotypical Barbie doesn't like boys. Yeah. Yeah, so so it's been banned in Lebanon. I, yeah, I thought it's fine. It's got this very strong feminist message. Yeah. Which I didn't hate to begin with. I actually quite like the idea of a world where Barbies run their world. And yeah. there's a Barbie president, and there's a Barbie mechanic, and there's yeah. a Barbie, like, all of that stuff was really cool and fun. Yeah, which was at the beginning was what made the film quite enjoyable like oh in this very artificial yeah, world that they which... believe they can live in because they've fixed they've fixed equality yeah that's exactly. what they think exactly and then barbie has to go into the real world with ken and what i liked was that like they come into the real world and barbie's like this is not like how i imagine this is not like the barbie world where people listen to barbies i.e women and respect them and yeah case them and then for Ken, it's like, oh, it's so weird. Loads of people respect me here. And basically, Ken, ex- a bait of oh, spoiler alert, Ken accidentally picks up patriarchy. Well, accidentally <laughs> or on purpose, it's hard to say. He picks up patriarchy and brings it back to Barbie world. And suddenly Barbie world becomes Ken world. And Barbie comes back and she's like, this isn't fair, this isn't right. Has a whole existential, existential crisis. America Ferreira's there. And she gives this speech. And it was at this point where like, the film lost me because yeah. I was like, I think for a lot of people, like stuff I've seen online is that a lot of people found the speech to be so um, moving and like finally put a name to something they've been feeling for a long time. But the speech is basically stuff like, as a woman, you're like walking this very fine line. You can't, you have to be smart, but not too smart that you make men uncomfortable. You have to be sexy, but you can't be a slut. Mm-hmm. You have to be, uh, kind but not a pushover you have to be this but not that you have to be this but not that and like you have to walk this careful little tightrope of a balancing act of like if you want to stay afloat and still be considered a uh, person of value and I think when I was listening to it I was like yeah and then I thought why have I heard this before one because I've, I feel like as women of colour I was trying to explain this to a uh, person I work with today as a woman of colour you learn this speech way quicker than most white women yeah. Which is why I think white women really like this film. Oh, yeah. Because I realised, I put it into words. As a woman of colour, your life, you're told from the beginning, mm. is already an anomaly. Yeah. Everything that you're going to achieve or want to achieve is against the odds. Mm-hmm. When you're a white woman, you're told the world is your oyster. Mm-hmm. And it's not until you're an adult that you realise, actually, no, you're a woman... And therefore, things are restricted from you. Yeah. And that's why Barbie's journey in this is that, like, up until adulthood, or mm. this point in her life, the world has been perfect for her. And it's only now that she's learning that being a woman comes with all these caveats. And as a woman of colour watching that, I was like, the world has been having caveats. Yeah, come on. Come on. Yeah. It's been having caveats. I exist 
despite the caveats. Yeah. I was always told there was going to be caveats. I was told from, I was 11 years old, 12 years old at school hearing, you're a black girl, you need to work twice as hard as everybody else. Yeah. You yeah. already have internalized as a woman of color, your very existence is a uh, well done. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. Well done that you've made it this far. Yeah. And everything you achieve is against the odds. Yeah. Whereas when you're a white person, everything you achieve is like, well done. You did it. You're just a boss bitch, girl. And so uh, the restrictions is something that they learn later in life. And yeah. I feel like that's why so many white women feel seen by this film. Yeah. Because it's it's um giving voice to a feeling that they never thought anybody else experience which is like i thought i had all this promise but now i'm learning i'm just going to be a wife and a mother and it's like oh it must be really sad for you whereas i think as a woman of color you're watching it being like okay and that yeah. was how i felt from and that's how i felt, yeah. just like okay and that's when you and that's when the slumber really started to hit because <laughs> no the slumber been here before then <laughs> yeah i was tired i was tired you must have locked ken's ken's musical numbers i saw the dance mo- moment i did see it i woke up and i saw that the big a very long dance moment. I think for me, that's when the message kind of lost me. Cause I was like, what is this the purpose of the film? Cause I remember like half an hour in, I was thinking, what's the conflict? What's the big thing? Because you sold me this world. You sold me the studio based pink, you know, big pink painted wars and you know, all this type of fun things. You show me that I love it. What's the conflict? What's going to keep me watching this for the next hour? I, agree with you about the whole idea of the feminism the white feminist movement versus being a black woman and having that movement especially or any, I'm, I'm saying that as, as actually oh, I'm personal color, personal color. color. yeah I agree because there's, there's always going to be an additional layer of minority that you will feel more than our white counterparts and so for me that's why I was like the film was cute but I preferred just when it was in that fluffier softer world and when it starts to get too serious, not like I couldn't handle the conversation, but I've heard it before. It felt very, didn't feel natural. It didn't feel like I took anything more than, wow, Barbie had a lot of different iterations. I think for me, the one thing about the film that pissed me off, like, I don't want to say that like, because obviously I'm a woman of a certain age, which is why that speech has been said to me so many times. Mm. But I wonder if I was 15 or 19 or 21, whether that speech would be actually quite revolutionary for me. Mm. So I, for that reason, I'm like, I think it's important it was in the film. Mm-hmm. I think it is important to a lot of people. And so it had purpose. Mm. I think for me, the thing that pissed me off was the idea that Barbie, having seen how bleak the world is for women, would decide to stop being a doll and become a human woman. Yeah, that one really lost me. You live in the perfect world (laughs) for a woman. And then you decide, no, let me come and live in this garbage heap, dumpster fire world, um, and be miserable for the rest of my life. Barbie, but then it makes sense for Barbie because she's obviously never suffered because she is a Barbie doll. Yeah. Whereas I don't think, I feel like if you gave a human being this choice to go live in a nice place or stay here and suffer, they're going to pick the nice place. So, in short... Barbie was fine. I think Barbie should have stayed a doll. And yes, I'm really no. upset that the Kens didn't kiss each other. <laughs> there was definitely a lot of um, homo... Erotic. Yeah. They were, yeah. They should have all just started making out. I mean... It feels like Harry Styles should have been like casted for that. Ew. But I don't know. I love- Harry Styles supposed to point to boy for sexuality. 
How can you say it feels like Harry Styles should have been cast for it? Harry Styles is not the first person ever to kiss a man. I don't... Again, allegedly. 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 And um, the funny thing is, Billy Porter was like, getting that at him again for him trying to... For being on the cover of Vogue, yeah, yeah. for using his sexuality to get us to be as successful as he is now. But I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I do think that... Barbie is an interesting film if you want something fun to do on a night out, on a day out. A night out. A day out. <laughs> but not, not, definitely not a night out. But you could watch it before a night out and use the vocab. Ro- <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Ryan Gosling is a treat in it, I will say. I He's, don't know. He wasn't, he wasn't doing... Yeah, I think he, there, were, there were some really great actors. I love the dance moment with um, the Barbies at the beginning. The song keeps on ringing in my head, the one from um, Dua Lipa. Um, I actually quite like the Lizzo one at the beginning. Yeah. Even though apparently we're not allowed to like her anymore. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. We'll talk about that one another week because Lizzo is going through We won't it. be talking about it until I hear... I feel like, again, we're doing the same thing with the Jonathan Majors. I am actually at capacity with cancellation. Well, so we when you get the full story, when she's in court, then we'll hear it. I, I don't want to hear stories halfway, half-assed. Let me know when it gets to court. Oh, one update. Tory Lanez is going to prison for 10 years. Yep, yep. Also, all the people that were writing all these defence letters to him, side-eye. Sickos, all of you. Mark Where's his mum and dad saying that God will... Mm. Where's God now? Azealia Banks. All these people. Azealia Banks right now? Yeah, Stefan Dole was putting in support as well. Anyway, it's women a mess. Women don't support women. A mess. Also, the fact of the matter is, he's going to jail because... He, be- he shot a woman. No, he's going to jail because he fired a firearm when he is a felon. Oh, God. He, the, he that is a mass, like, he's going to prison for 10 years based on, like, that four alone. or five charges. Yeah. It's not just because he shot yeah. Megan the Stallion. So writing letters in support of him about the shooting Megan is all well and good, but there he's were, a felon who fired a firearm in were, a neighbourhood. Yeah, they were just saying that he's, like, a good guy. And He I fired just... a firearm that he wasn't supposed to have because he is a felon. Even Mario wrote a letter. Wild. You guys don't understand the law. You just showed your asses. Yeah. He has committed a crime. There's no way around it. Yeah. You could be the nicest guy on the planet. Why are you shooting up a gun? If you're not supposed to have a gun, because yeah. you're a felon. Yeah. It was a mess. But yeah, Barbie Wise, interesting film. I'll have to watch it again. So I'll let you know if my feelings change. I know someone who's watched it twice and they said that it got better the second time. Yeah. The, the but they're thing- also a white woman. So. Interesting. Okay. It's been a busy summer and we gave you just a, a small snapshot of the pop culture moments and highlights this summer. And now we're back. Getting back to our reviews. What are we reviewing next week? We're going to be reviewing The Bear. We're going to be reviewing... The Bear. Season 2. I'm really excited. I Bear start- Hive. Yeah. together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so interested to like... Have you seen it all yet? I haven't, no. No, I haven't yeah. decided yet. I'm, yeah, so I've watched a couple of episodes. I'm just keen to go back. I think I'm going to want to listen to our previous review and see the things that we talked about that we predicted would happen. But I'm excited to just. I'm gonna rewatch season one in anticipation. I don't think I have time for that, but you know. I'm gonna rewatch season one and then watch season two because yeah. I'm very excited. I've I'm only heard good things. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Um, this was my bear fans. Yeah, the bear was one of the shows that it was the show we put as number one of yeah. the best shows from last year. So I'm hoping series two lives up to that. And I can't wait to see my baby. Who? Oh, the guy. The bear. Oh yeah. <laughs> White t-shirt. 
Gold chain. I saw a guy walking down the street the other day and I said, this is unmatched. This combo is unmatched. I I just hope he looks like he's washed them all because he was really struggling. I mean, that's your type, so. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna like, just get moving. Yeah, we're gonna wrap this up before Shoshana get boxed. Excuse me? In her own home. You... (laughs) The joke of it. Is it it the fact that you think you can? You're not even ready for the flurry. This is going to be going at your face like this. I was sleeping before, now I'm awake. <laughs> yeah, you better wake up. <laughs> I'm going to box you back to life. I'm so done. Um, but yeah, it's been a fun one. We uh, missed you guys. Yeah, it's been, yeah. Especially, that's right. I know Especially you're you. sitting at home thinking, they're not talking about me. We're talking about you. Nah, you. Turn your headphones up. Yeah. Turn them all the way up. I want you to hear this. We missed you and we love you. Mm-hmm. And yes. you look great today. That's actually really creepy because how do you know how I look? Look out the window. <laughs> <laughs> you look so oh, nice. I'm so and you smell so... good, I bet. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. This has been Scripts and Giggles with Shoshana. And Mami. <laughs> See all the dancing you just did? Not one person benefits. Neither the lads apart knows. from me. The lads know. Apart from me. The lads know the vibes. They do. They do. Bye. Bye.